0: You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don Recla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Recla your superpower expert and i'm following up this week on last week's part one of the frequency of hope today we're talking about this idea of you know as as we're disentangling ourselves from the frequency of fear how do we really step into the frequency of hope so i know last week you know we kind of hammered the idea of like we got to look at those subtle signals we got to unpack all that We, we, we have to look at where we're perpetuating and building from the state of fear and we don't even realize it but since the series called The Frequency of Hope, I wanted to make sure to end it on a notion of, okay, great. So, so we get this. We don't want to live in fear. How do we not do that? How do we really, truly step into the tree? Hope. I, I talked about it on the last um, episode of fear around living in hope. We know how to do it. We all kind of want to do it. We naturally gravitate to it. It's the programs that keep us away from it, and part of that program is logic, intellectualism, intelligence, education. Right? We we have we hold that in a high regard in most of our cultures, and the idea that you could foolishly and blindly kind of live by hope is um, feels foolish, right? And and we're afraid that we're going to be viewed as um, naive or as ignorant, or as um, you know, some, some for some folks, it's a reckless kind of thing. are like this Pollyanna-ish, rose girly, and do risk. I mean, again, you're talking to to one half of a co founding team of a counter corporate counterintelligence firm that handles risk mitigation and due diligence, right? So I, I get it. Like we lived in that world for so long, and. There's real value in integrating due diligence processes, decision-making capabilities, strategy analysis, as a foundational technique to hone the mind. But ultimately, at the end of the day, when we're talking about creating our realities, we have to choose, like, do we want a world that's rooted in paranoia or do we want a world rooted in pronoya? This idea that the universe is conspiring on our behalf. Both are possible, both are very real. Um, both are very different though, and they require different strategies. So if you don't know like which playgrounds you're playing in, then it's difficult to really truly create your existence because you're you're kind of at the whim of this vague notion of what the world actually looks like and how it works, right? If you, If you can't honestly say that you know the difference between operating from the frequency of hope versus the frequency of fear, then how do you think that you're intentionally creating your reality? How? If you don't know what the foundational component is, right? But that, but that's what we think. We think we're creating, but most of our, us are completely unaware of the real frequency differentials, the density frequency uh, differentials between hope and fear, right? And so we're going to take a look at that today um hopefully all of you engaged in the challenge from last week of of just listening listening to your conversations listening to what other people are talking about the thoughts that you're having and 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 observing those and trying not to feed the fear right really starting to sensitize yourself to what that feels like well as you do that more and more you 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 learn that the antithesis right the alternative could be hope right it could be this higher loving more expansive feeling And it starts to feel good, right? The whole point of this work is to get to what we call the tipping point of where you're operating in the frequency of, hope more frequently than you're operating in the frequency of fear. There's only one way to do that, though, and that's if you're aware of it, right? And so this awareness component, the stuff that we're talking about here has to be the first step. And I do mean the first step, folks. Do not uh, assume that a, a two-part series on the frequency of hope now transforms your entire existence it may catalyze it it may spark it it may grow it, but but there's real deep work to be done in 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 removing and in integrating and reframing programs yours your your genealogical ones like your everything right like it's 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 it, there's a complicated interconnectedness in all of this but it is doable. It's not insurmountable, and it is really well worth it. Um, but ultimately, for those that of you who feel called to change the world and to have an impact, you know our tribe—the ones who listen—it's it, a necessity. You don't have a choice because if you don't disentangle yourself in the frequency of fear and choose to operate in this frequency of hope concept, then um, you can't have an impact because all you're going to do is—is is basically it means that you're holding on with like white knuckle grip to the density of the frequency of fear that perpetuates all of the problems that you are guided to, to resolve and to help solve the world. And so the only way to do that is to really be able to elevate yourself above that. But I want to be very clear. What we're not talking about here is we're not talking about, um, you know, burying our head in the sand, shoving, shoving things under the rug. Like we have so many idioms in English alone about being foolish. Right about being foolhardy, about not paying attention to things, about being simple-minded, about um, um, you, you know, you know, being naive, and and so it does take some chutzpah to be able to counter all of that. Um, we're going to go into the break right now. Uh, again, we're talking about the this is part two, the frequency of hope, and and as we as we go into this break, I want you to take a minute, kind of take a deep breath. And really ask yourself, what would my life look like if I could embrace what Tonya talking about? If there really is this notion of the frequency of hope and I could create from it all the time and not slip into that frequency of fear, what what would be different for me? really want you to ponder that um, until we come back from the break. But in, before we go, we'll, we'll lead people to superpowerexperts.com. You can go Check out our the everything going on with the network there, and, and also the programs, power programs. If this stuff fascinates you, and you want some assistance walking through it, we're happy to help you. Um, regardless, though, we appreciate that you're here, and we we love that you're staying with us, and we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director, of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter, we now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Rekla, and this is part two of the Frequency of Hope series. Prior to the break, I asked you to kind of take a breath, settle in and kind of, kind of just ask, like, what if? You know, we, uh, we attend CCB here in Arizona, Christ Church of the Valley, and, and the teaching pastor, Mark Moore, talks all the time about, well, I don't know about all the time, but he did a series on, um, you know, not even asking people to believe. I'm, I'm, I'm going to reframe it in using this, this kind of construct today. So I'm not asking you to believe in the frequency of hope and that you truly can create from it. What I'm going to ask you first is, would you want that to be true? I remember when Mark delivered that and he was just like, oh, you know, the gates of heaven open up. It's like the hallelujah chorus, you know, you know all of that, that, that you just feel like the truth in it. And it's like, what if we could, before even arguing about right and wrong, good or bad, like, or dislike, we, we first say, okay, what, what do we want? What would our preference be? Because there's this kind of childlike wonderment, this dreaming, this, this imagination component that gets lost in our quest for intellectualism and logic and maturity, maturation and um, professionalism and, and just adulting, right? Adulting is kind of um, parallel, or, or at least you know gets tied in a lot of times to um, miserable. Actually, you know, you know, I don't adult today. Like it takes on this this kind of heaviness, this responsibility component, and we lose all of the the wide-eyed kind of view of the world that we had when we were kids. It's one of the reasons why I love the Superpower Kids show on this network and, and just being able to witness our daughter Neva walking her path and and the ideas and the creative creativity. And um you know it's it's just remarkable from when you when you can take a step back and really look at it. And so the Um, I just got distracted. I'm sitting outside. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, And the sirens are distracting me. So I'm going to pause the recording momentarily. What a great example to come up in the middle of this. As I sat here with that recording pause and listened to the sirens, I thought about it and and I caught myself in the middle of a prayer, just sending light and love and, and gratitude to those impacted, to the services and the first responders that are present. And, and and then of course i had to laugh because what a what a great little petri dish for us to look at what do sirens indicate for so many people right what are your connotations around them what are your programs around them um do they invoke fear do they invoke um you know fear of death do they invoke fear of authority do they invoke what what does it conjure up for you do you have a memory of hearing those same sirens and then finding out that something was destroyed or a loved one was lost like what all of us have programs collectively we have programs you know were you were you present during 9-11 and and does it bring back those memories like what what is it that it conjures for you and how do we choose to respond um and we we get to be in choice around that um so sending prayers and and not not oh my gosh i pray that everybody's safe i i don't know what's going on i don't know the circumstances and it's not ultimately responsible for me to pray that everybody's safe i don't know what's intended um i don't know the circumstances right but what i can pray for is just light and expansion and and awareness and gratitude in the midst of whatever's occurring for all involved Right. right because ultimately i don't know and and there's that higher and higher frequencies we learn that some of our um techniques that we've learned in prayer and in, in blessings or wanting to help or wanting to heal are oftentimes a self-soothing mechanism for us, right? Not really about the other person. They, they, they're designed to help us alleviate the stress that's created in, in a circumstance that we don't want to be in, namely listening to sirens or watching someone suffer. Um, there's, there's things that we do under the auspice of being altruistic that are actually incredibly selfish and self-serving. Um, which we could go down a whole, whole uh, rabbit hole about that. Anyway, I just love this example that came up because it, in every moment of every day, we are faced with decisions like that. How are we going to respond? Are we going to respond from a frequency of fear or from a frequency of hope? So this week's challenge, if you will, um, or uh, invitation to you, is to add, add, continue with the observation of the frequency of fear and where can you find that and what can you see but now let's add on to it. Where are you choosing differently? Subtly, like little things, like even just now, right? Like I'm listening to the um, sirens go off. I was in flow and I was like, you know, these are just getting louder. What, how am I going to handle this? And facing it instead of allowing some predetermined program or pre-adopted program to take hold being present, being aware, making a different choice, seeing what happens. One of the techniques I played with for a while was uh, I'm just gonna choose the opposite of what I would normally choose. I wanna see what happens. I, your life is like a choose your own adventure. And if you're open to the experience of it, you can start to really play with some of these concepts and see what do you get back from the projection, right? And again, it's not just what you're doing, it's which frequency you're sitting in when you do it, right? This, this truly can be a lot of fun when we pull the layers of fear back and realize they, they don't actually have a hold on us and, or, or they don't need to. Um, so this week, I want you to really look at both the frequency of fear and then what is an alternative? How could you choose from the frequency of hope? And, and, and perhaps even be bold and courageous enough to try that and then, t- and then tell me what happens. Write it to me, write to podcast at superpowerexperts.com or go to the site and fill out the form Whatever you want to do, if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what the results were, I'd love to hear them. Um, you know, I'm happy to share them if you want. If you want them shared, if you just want to send them to me, it's sometimes it's nice just to know that somebody cares about the choices that you're making. You know, well, I care, and we care, and we know that every time we make a choice from something other than fear, it matters. There's a ripple effect for us all. And so please reach out to us or go to the superpowers are real group and you can tag me there. Um, But start talking about the stuff that really matters. All right. And I know it matters to you or, or you wouldn't still be listening. And of course we appreciate you supporting the network. Tell your friends about it. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone.